In this episode of Flying Smarter, we're continuing our 2023 year in review. You'll hear a variety of travel tips from guests who have been on the podcast throughout the year. Welcome to episode 51 of Flying Smarter, the podcast that explores the fascinating world of air travel to help you become a smarter and savvier traveler. In this episode, we're continuing our 2023 year in review with a set of fantastic travel tips. If you haven't done so already, check out episode 50, which includes the first part of the year in review. Today, you'll hear from all of the 2023 guests who weren't featured in that last episode. To wrap up the year, I'm also going to share some data about our statistics in this episode to give you a bit of a behind-the-scenes look at things. And also, throughout the month of December, we're celebrating 50 episodes of the podcast and the holiday season by holding a giveaway throughout the month for a Flying Smarter luggage tag and a $100 gift card to the airline of the winner's choice. These are two things that I'm hoping will help spread the joy of air travel and help you with your next trip. If you haven't done so already, entering the giveaway is really simple, with only three easy steps. You just have to be following Flying Smarter on Instagram at the handle Flying Smarter, and then like our giveaway post, which is pinned to the top of the account throughout the month, and then leave a comment on the post saying where you want to fly for your next trip. If you want additional entries, you can tag your friends and family in the comment section of the post and share it on your story as well, but I'll let you take a look at the full details on Instagram, and of course, there's going to be a link in the episode description. Now, let's get on with the second half of our 2023 year in review. You're going to hear some previously unaired content from our guests from throughout the year around the theme of travel tips. Now let's get started. Mark Rossmith is a guru in the airline loyalty space. He is currently the CEO of loyalty solutions company Loyalty Status Co., formerly known as Status Match, which creates customer acquisition technology for airlines while helping travelers enjoy the full potential of their loyalty and status, and he was previously head of Malaysia Airlines' Enriched Loyalty Program. I spoke with Mark in episode 32 and we had a great discussion about airline loyalty programs and I learned a lot from him. I actually have two clips to share from Mark. The first one isn't really a travel hacker tip, but I promise we'll get there later. So now when I record these interviews, I often have to cut things out to keep our episodes at a relatively consistent length. And so here's one bit that got cut out. It's in the context of when I asked Mark why loyalty programs are such big business, and Mark talks a little bit about why people are so engaged with loyalty programs and points and miles. Well, there's a bit of romance to travel, isn't there? They've been sort of beating into our heads for the last how many decades, or many, many decades, for both of us were alive, you know, and how how sexy it is to travel, right? Imagine yourself having dinner in Paris on, on a Saturday night, and then you can go to Hong Kong and do this and then go to the, see the pyramids. And then you know, they sell this, this dream. They sell the, the adventure. And to be fair, that's what a lot of people want. You know, we want to see the world. We want to explore. We want to see things. We want to try new things, try new food, see new people, do, do all these things. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So airlines are just riding on this big emotional thing that we have sort of branded into our minds and they do very very well at that and if we sort of with that in mind take a step back and how how ours play on that you know you earn your your points and your miles for every credit card from flying you generate enough and you go well you know i'm going to get 
that hundred thousand miles so I can redeem for that, you know, once in a lifetime business class ticket to London. You know, that's what I've wanted to do. I've always wanted to go there. And, you know, for a lot of people, that is the dream. And that's why people continue to collect these points and miles over years and years and years and and don't redeem them until they get to that point where they can hopefully secure that seat that they otherwise would never buy for themselves, right? And as promised, here's the travel advice. At the end of our conversation, Mark told me what he thought the best travel hack out there is. So the number one travel hack, I think... Uh, it's funny, I was asking, I was talking to my, my wife about this because, you know, I've been in this industry a while as a frequent flyer and working for, for airlines. And, you know, I said to her, like, what, what, what do you think the biggest travel hack is? And my wife has worked at airlines for, she worked for three different airlines over a long, a long career. And she kind of looks at me and she goes, is this not obvious to you? I'm like, what, what is it? And it reminds me of the story of when I met her, actually. She was working for Cathay Pacific at the time. You know, we just fell in love instantly. And, you know, within a month or so, I was listed on her, like, staff travel benefits, you know, when we were dating. And obviously that was not the reason I was with her. She's fabulous and we've had children being together for a very long time since. But, you know, the, the big hack is, you know, just, just marry someone that works for an airline, Right. Because we think when this happens, suddenly flying becomes a little bit easier. You don't need to earn the credit cards. You don't need to get the miles. You don't need to worry so much about the status because flying is just cheap. Like that, that, that there's the ultimate hack, you know, <laughs> like t- 200,000 miles in first class to, to fly around the world might sound like a fantastic deal to most of us in the points and miles world, but Flying across the world for 300 bucks is even better. Beats it any day of the week. And there's a lot of caveats there. Obviously, standby is your availability. You know, you're not going to get the full experience, the chauffeur transfers. You might not get the meal you want. The pla- I get that. But, you know, on balance, when you look at things, flying um, non rev and having the ability to access these kinds of flights kind of beats the points of miles game, hands down, every day of the week. Speaking of non-rev flying, which is short for non-revenue and essentially refers to discounted or free flying for airline employees and their families, for episode 30 in February, I had flight attendant Lara Ketterman on the show. She works for a major US airline and is one of the co-hosts of the fantastic non-rev lounge podcast. Lara gave us a sneak peek behind the scenes of long-haul flying, and she also had this travel tip about packing that she had to share. So my personal travel hack is I always bring a small or a thin blanket because you can use it when you're cold or you can fold it into a pillow for your neck or you can use it in the, the small of your back. And because the temperature fluctuates so greatly on an airplane, so it's never the right temperature for everyone. So it's nice to have a thin blanket. And I also pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because they last forever. And if you're ever hungry, you've got that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. One time I had one at the bottom of my work bag for four days. And at the fourth day, I was starving and we we had nowhere for food. And I was so thankful I had that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So always pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a small, lightweight blanket. And if you have a water container, bring that so you can fill it with water. You can't guarantee that you're going to have service due to turbulence or something happening. So there was a medical on board. You may not have service. So 
always prepare and have your own container or water bottle and something to eat. Lara wasn't the only one from the Non-Rev Lounge podcast to make an appearance on Flying Smarter in 2023, though. Ramp agent Tyler Crook is another one of the co-hosts on the show, and he joined me for episode 47 back in October and gave us a look at what goes on out at the airport ramp. Tyler talked about different parts of the job, interesting cargo he's handled, and some great tips for helping you prevent your bag from getting lost or damaged, and much more. He's also exceptionally passionate about aviation and travel and enjoys the non-rev experience. Here's what he had to say about that. My passion really is traveling, and I actually love the non-rev life. I know a lot of people are nervous and they hate flying standby, and I enjoy it. I enjoy the pressures. I know some people will get nervous. There's, the, there's 60 seats open, and they're getting nervous, and I'm like, because I love looking for the the backup options. In my 15 years, I, I was counting up, I think I've flown just over a thousand flights. I don't know the exact number, but averaging out, it's been about about, and I paid for five of them. Like, And usually those ones are just because they flew somewhere that we didn't fly to, or it was actually cheaper than buying our, because we had to pay a little bit for the other airlines. It's still a discount, but I, so I, I only paid for, I think, five flights in those 15 years of a thousand plus. And I just, I love that the pressure of looking for the best routes and, and even if they're weird ones and, and doing all that. And, and also for us chasing those good seats, like you've had some point skies on your podcast and I really enjoy those because it's like, it's similar to what I do, but it's different. Like they're like, I, we have a friend that in the UK that he'll plan this trip and he'll be looking months in advance. Like he's, he's every day he's looking and I do the same thing, but Mine's looking for those open seats to get on. And it's fun for me. I, I feel the pressure, I, but I enjoy it. I like last summer or last uh, December, I took my my wife and my son. He was eight years old. And we went to Germany for Christmas markets. And we got lay flat seats from like first class lay flat seats from LA. And the whole trip, I think I added it up. If we were to pay for all the seats, it would have been $89,000. And we paid $600 for it. And we got to go to Germany for a couple of days and see the markets and have these amazing seats. And that's just, that's cool to me that I get to do that and take my family and show them the world. And I'm always, always looking for that next trip, always the next option to where am I going to go next and what do I get to explore? And so it's fun for me. It's almost like a game, isn't it? It is. And it's a fun game. It's, it's stressful, but I, I, I enjoy it and I love the, finding using the different uh, tools that we have through our non-rev life like because it's a little different than like the points one but it's also help us to sometimes you're just looking for any seat and sometimes you're looking for those good seats and sometimes you're looking for the good seats and it turns out just any seat will work non-rev lounge is an aviation and travel podcast now despite its name it's not just for airline employees and you can hear more from tyler lara and their third co-host monique who i'm also hoping to have on the show sometime by the way on the Non-Rev Lounge podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's been a great year for Flying Smarter, and it wouldn't have been possible without the listeners, so a big thank you to each and every one of you for your support. Now I wanted to share some interesting facts and statistics about how the podcast is doing to wrap up the year. This year, we published a total of 26 episodes and had 9 guests across 11 of these episodes. The most popular episode, 
that being the one with the most plays, was episode 46, Surviving a Schedule Change. I thought this was an important one to do as it can be quite stressful when things don't go as planned during your trip and I was glad to be able to explore this topic and share some tips and advice that I hope were helpful. I think that my favorite solo episode this year to do was episode 31, which is 5 unique air travel experiences, since I got to research and talk about some very cool things that you can do in the world of air travel. There are a lot more interesting experiences out there in the air travel world, and so I think a sequel to this episode may be in order at some point. Now, total plays might not be the best measurement of episode popularity though, since episodes tend to get more listens over time. So for example, it wouldn't really be fair to compare a last episode with one from a few months ago. A better metric to look at is plays within the first 7 days of publication, and all our episodes this year except for this one of course are older than 7 days, so this is a bit more of a fair comparison. Although here, later episodes actually have a bit of an advantage since our listenership has grown throughout the year. In any case, the most played episode within the first 7 days of its publication this year was episode 39, Inside Air Traffic Control with Andy Watson. This was followed by episode 47, On the Airport Ramp with Tyler Crook, and then episode 48, which was our episode about boarding and deplaning. Now the way that our stats are displayed doesn't quite allow me to isolate 2023 data for certain metrics, so the next few are all-time stats. Flying Smarter has been played in 146 different countries and territories, ranging from the United States and Canada to Guatemala, French Polynesia, and Tanzania. Our top listener country is in the United States, followed by Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, and then Germany. The top three cities where people listen from are unsurprisingly the three largest US cities, but not quite in the order of population. For us, it's Los Angeles, New York, and then Chicago. And the top international cities are Toronto, Canada, and then Brisbane, Australia. Looking at how people listen to Flying Smarter, the top three platforms that people use are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts is the most popular podcast platform in the United States, followed by Spotify, so no real surprises there. About two-thirds of our plays come from Apple iPhones, and Android phones are next at about 20% of plays, and then that's followed by Windows computers with about 4%. Now, back to our guests. In January, I talked to Dave Grossman, who is the founder of Milestalk, a website with the latest on how to best earn and spend credit card rewards, frequent flyer miles, and hotel points. At the time, he had just flown on Singapore Airlines' exceptional new Airbus A380 first class product. Now this one isn't exactly a travel tip, but it's definitely some inspiration for what you can achieve with points and miles. Here he is to share his experience and how it was a fantastic points redemption for him. I was able to fly the Singapore Airlines A380 new first class suite from Frankfurt to New York. So for those that know, Singapore Airlines, first of all, is known for their amazing service. You know, obviously amazing food, amazing uh, seats, but also really, really amazing service. And they had only been flying the new suites uh, within Asia. And what happened was at the end of last year, they put the A380 with the new first class suites on the JFK to Frankfurt route. Uh, and I live in New York. So they also opened up a ton of award availability. So at the time on Miles Talk, you know, I let everyone know I was like, there's tons of availability through 
next fall, go and get it. And uh, I wanted to fly from Frankfurt to New York rather than the other way around so that I could have, have all mostly awake time. And it was just absolutely amazing. The new suites have, uh, you know, you have your own uh, swivel, like Barca lounger chair. You have two TVs that you can watch. Um, and then the bed is completely separate. So, you know, sometimes when you're at total first world problems, but you, there are some airlines where you have to have them come make your uh, seat into a bed. So you're like, oh, I want to go to sleep now. And they literally convert it. And then you don't have a seat because now it's a bed and you have to actually ask them to convert it back if you want to sit again. But this, just like the, the infamous Etihad Apartments, um, has a, a completely separate bed. So you can once you have them set that up, you can go back and forth. Um, Singapore Airlines also has their famous book, The Cook, where they have a, a large selection of menu items um, that are that are extra special. The menu is still a little bit abbreviated from COVID. Most people really like to get the lobster thermidor that wasn't on the current menu. But the food is all amazing. The service was amazing. I I had great chats with everyone from you know all of the flight attendants to the purser, and um, it was just magical. And I spent 86,000 points and about a hundred, I think it was $130. And this ticket would cost thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, first of all, the flight's been sold out. I asked the person, he said, every seat's taken uh, for months on end. He's, he hasn't seen an empty seat. And so you think about the, the value of these seats, they're not being discounted. And I spent 86,000 miles. Now, if you Let's say if you earned that at a two percent rate, we're saying I spent about seventeen hundred dollars for this amazing first class flight. Um, so it was really, really special. And every time I can book one of these, um, I'm just I'm, I'm so excited to check out what is the seat like, what is the food like, what is the service like. So I, I give it absolutely five stars. Um, and yeah, if you if you have the chance, I highly recommend it. Um, I also did a reel on my Instagram showing it. So if you want to check out what it was like, um, you can check that out on my Miles Talk Instagram. Day's refreshed credit card tool, Your Best Credit Cards 2.0, just went live a few weeks ago. It's designed to give consumers a data-driven answer to the question of which credit card is best for them, and you can find it at yourbestcreditcards.com. We'll have links to that and Miles Talk in the episode description. Kendall Grender is a budget travel blogger, travel hacker, and content creator. In episodes 36 and 37, we talked about a whole bunch of budget travel-related things, including tools and resources for finding good deals, how budget travel can involve high-end and luxury experiences, how to use positioning flights to save money, and much more. Here, she shares one of her top budget travel tips that you can keep in mind for the coming year. I think one of the best when it comes to budget travel hacking is the Southwest Companion Pass because no other airline gives you buy one, get one free flights for almost two years. I mean, it is seriously one of the best ways if you can take advantage of what it offers you to travel more or use for positioning flights. So my husband and I have had it now almost, I guess, a year and a half. 
And we've been able to use it to go to Charleston, South Carolina for a weekend for 120 bucks or so. Um, We've flown to LA for a positioning flight for $150, but we've also been able to like see parts of the country we didn't think we could before while also doing like nice, easy trips to places like Cancun or Cabo, you know, for weddings or just events. So it's been a really nice and easy tool to get if you can utilize the the tricks in order to uh, get the pass to get that BOGO airfare for two years, as long as you want it. You can get it two years and then two years again and then two years again. You can find Kendall on Instagram at Kendall Travels and on her website at kendalltravels.com. She posts some great content on Instagram and I've recently been keenly following how she used budget travel hacks to put together her latest trip to visit a series of European Christmas markets. In regards to the Southwest Companion Pass, she's posted a couple of great blog posts as well, including one that goes over three ways to earn it and one about how she got it herself. And of course, we'll have links to all that in the episode description below. It's the holiday season and I wanted to take a moment to wish each and every one of you all the joy, peace and happiness that this time of year brings. I hope that you enjoy this time with your friends and loved ones and have a restful holiday season. As a reminder, Flying Smarter is celebrating the season by giving away a branded luggage tag and a $100 airline gift card. Head over to our Instagram page for more information and to enter. Now if you're traveling during this time of year, I want to wish you smooth and safe travels. And to all of you listening, I want to wish you the very best during this wonderful time of year and a bright and prosperous new year. That brings us to the end of this episode of Flying Smarter. We'll be back on the 1st of January 2024 with an episode on air travel hacks and travel trends for the upcoming year. Thank you for listening and for a fantastic year, and I'll talk to you again soon.